Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rejuvenation's Health Radio on blogtalkradio.com. The show is brought to you by LipoLite Naples and your hosts are Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron. We are your station for everything natural. We are your station for information about slimming, shaping, and toning. We not only want you to live longer, we want you to have more life in those years. So without further ado, let's get on with today's show. Good afternoon, everyone. Dr. Ron here on Rejuvenations Health Radio this March 22nd, 2016. Where has the time gone? Welcome, everybody. Dr. Pascucci, who was going to be our guest today, talking about macular degeneration, has had some emergency surgeries. So we have rescheduled Dr. Pascucci till April 5th, April 5th at 4 p.m. And when we when we will have Dr. Pascucci talk about macular degeneration. Ladies and gentlemen, we're brought to you by LipoLite Naples and the Naples Cryo Spa. Located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road, Suite Number 6 in Naples, Florida. The phone number there is 239-331-5886, 239-331-5886. And Dr. Ron Jr., who is also Dr. Cool, is having just a fantastic results with the only private nitrogen chamber in Southwest Florida, fully monitored at all times. And as seen on Dr. Oz's show, and as Dr. Ron has been on the Fox Radio, NBC, uh, Fox uh, TV, CBS, and ABC, uh, demonstrating the great effects of the cryo spa. So at LipoLite Naples, ladies and gentlemen, you can get your chiropractic care, functional medicine care, Lipo light treatment, uh, LED lights for slimming, shaping, and toning, diet programs, and generally uh, advice on how to stay healthy. So that's Dr. Ron at Lipo Light Naples, uh, 1575 Pine Ridge Road, Suite 6, 239-331-5886. So today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to have a little different show. We're going to talk about toxins in our environment. Uh, But before we do that, I want to uh, reread you something that I read here on the radio June in June of 2015. And we titled it, Your Next Bedroom Rom Could Give You Cancer. And then we'll tie that in with another article that came out this week. So the sun doesn't cause the deadliest form of skin cancer any more than little boys cause cooties. But like boys and cooties, the sun gets blamed anyway. Well, dear uh, listeners, take everything you've heard about your favorite star and toss it out the window and into the daylight. Because while there are plenty of risk factors for melanoma, the sun isn't one of them. If anything, lack of sun causes the disease. But living like a hermit isn't the only thing that can cause your your skin cancer risk to skyrocket. New research, remember now, this is 2015 June. 
New research reveals how men around the world could be increasing their risk right now, even without realizing it. It's got nothing to do with spending time in the sun and everything to do with what most folks do in a dark room. ED, ladies and gentlemen, erectile dysfunction pills such as Viagra, Levitra, and Cialis can raise your risk of the deadliest form of skin cancer, according to a study in the Journal of the American Medical Association. It's known as JAMA. Just a single prescription for any of the PDE5 inhibitors could increase your risk of melanoma by a third which raises the lifetime risk of melanoma from 1 in 33 to 1 in 25. So men who have more than one prescription have a 20% increase in risk. So the drug industry, as you know, is on the defensive, claiming the risk cannot be possibly real. But what they won't tell you is that the very gene that goes haywire in melanoma blocks the same PDE5 enzyme targeted by the ED pills. In other words, the drugs are actually helping the cancer to shut down what might be its only real enemy inside your body. Fortunately, you know, you don't have to risk cancer or anything else for that matter to get back on track in the bedroom. In fact, the very thing that is wrongly blamed for melanoma can actually help your sexual function and that's sun exposure because it stimulates the production of nitric oxide which improves the flow of blood and since no part of your body depends on the flow of blood more than your penis be sure to get outside every day i guess that's a good form of solar power wouldn't you say so that was 2015 so let's go with a recent article just now, which was titled, Terrifying New Risk of Men's Quote-Unquote Bedroom Pill. So the article goes on to say there's a new risk linked to penile pills, and you won't hear about it by the mainline media. And they go on to say, researchers have just announced that Viagra can raise your risk of the deadliest form of skin cancer. And we just talked about that melanoma, but I told you that last June. And they talk about the PDE5, how it's inhibited and allows the melanoma to hijack that pathway. You know, uh, they're acting like it's a big discovery, but it's been around. This research has been around, published in a great medical journal, the Journal of the American Medical Association. So you pop this pill, you're making the cancer's job that much easier. And this new fo- focus, this new study just focused on Viagra, uh, does not talk about Levitra and Cialis, however. But I, I bet you that they carry the same risk. The drugs are fine, the drug company says, because they won't cause melanoma to form. No, they'll just make melanoma worse if you already have it. But they're ignoring the fact that you could have melanoma forming in your body somewhere right now and not even know it. And sure, maybe it'll never take hold, never get detected, and never need treatment. But pop some of the pills and all bets are off, ladies and gentlemen. So just want you to know that, you know, here on Rejuvenations Health Radio, Time with Dr. Ron, uh, we try to give you in-depth uh, medical news that you just don't get anyplace else. 
so today, as I say, we put together a show that's a little bit different because uh, we didn't uh, we lost our our guest today, and at some point in time, I think we'll hear from Dr. Jerry Smith today. But it, so. In anticipation of him coming on the show, let me just uh, talk to you a little bit about fluoride. Supposed to be the next big breakthrough in dental care, one that will make your dentist drill as obsolete as a... Remember those pet rocks? Remember those VHS cassettes? All you have to do is swallow a mouthful of this poison a day after day after day. And, uh, you know, on Rejuvenation Health Radio, we've been telling you for ages how fluoride in our water and dental products is damaging our brains and our thyroids and how it can even cause kidney disease, weak bones, and cancer. But now, dentists generally have found an even new, more dangerous way, way to put fluoride to use. It's a fad that's going to be hitting your dentist's office soon if it hasn't already, and getting the facts could save you... Uh, and someone from some health problems. Drill, baby, drill. Remember that? Sarah Palin, drill, baby, drill. That was her motto, but you won't find too many dental patients who feel that way. Just the wearing sound of a dental drill or the sight of the big Novocaine needle coming at you is enough to give some people shivers. And now the dental industry wants to use our fear of getting cavities filled to create the next billion-dollar treatment using one of the most dangerous substances around. For years, dentists have been giving kids fluoride pills and treatments, even though studies have proven that early exposure to fluoride can actually lower, listen for the, to this, IQs. But this new treatment called a fluoride varnish is actually targeting people of all ages, and here's how it works. They cover your teeth with a thick fluoride varnish like spackle on, a, on, a, on, on your walls, and they give you a concentrated fluoride gel to apply at home. And believe it or not, they say that'll reverse cavities in your tracks and keep you a country mile from a dentist drill. What's not to love? Well, first off, I don't know where they get the idea that fluoride is some kind of armor for your teeth, despite everything you hear from most mainstream dentists. Fluoride has been proven to weaken tooth enamel and, and even uh, weaken and damage your gums. And if that's all fluoride did, it would be bad enough, but make no mistake about it, you'll end up swallowing plenty of this fluoride varnish. And over the years, fluoride has been linked to erosion of stomach lining, sluggish thyroid because it competes with the iodine and, and for your thyroid gland to function properly, kidney damage, thinning bones, memory loss. And problems metabolizing glucose. You know, and you know what that would mean? That would make it easier uh, uh, for and risky for, for diabetics. The stuff is poisoning. Case closed. Uh, I don't know what they're going to be pushing next, arsenic or gingivitis, but we'll ask Dr. Smith if he comes on today. So see no evil, hear no evil, but please uh, know the facts about fluoride. Fluoride is, is dangerous. If it were a drug, it would have a black box warning. Bad enough, they dump it in our water, but now they're coming up with new ways for us to eat it, too. And remember, fluoride started out as a rat poison. So don't 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 fall for that, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I see Dr. Smith is on. Let's bring him in and say hello to Dr. Jerry Smith, uh, uh, one of our favorite uh, 
guest on the Rejuvenations Health Radio and uh, uh, actually, act, an actively practicing uh, dentist and holistic physician. Good afternoon, Jerry. Hi, Dr. Ron. Thank you for inviting me again, and it's always a pleasure. And uh, I was listening to your commentary on the fluoride, and what most dentists don't realize, of course, is calcification of not only the pineal gland, which has to do with melanoma melanoman, uh, production, but also the hippocampus part of the brain, which is behavioral patterns. Wow. That's been I mean, documented. It, it, yeah, and it really is a poison. It would have a black box warning, like I said in my commentary, Yeah, if it would, came yeah, out today. Yeah, fluoride causes cancer faster than I think any other compound that's out there. Plus, you know, for the teenagers, it actually, in the dermatologic uh, journals, it can cause acne. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it really is a poison, something to be avoided, something not to let your dentist paint in your mouth. Uh, and if you have an opportunity to uh, uh, influence your water supply, definitely something that uh, you don't want added to your water. And if you're speaking about, about that, just for one second, you know what I forgot to do at the beginning of the show today? Tomorrow is a is a big day in, in the Repesy family. Tomorrow my mother will be 99 years old. 99 years young. She's uh, We're going to have a nice party for her. And uh, before I go further, I want to say happy birthday, Mom. And we'll get on with the show. My dad will be 99 in October. So uh, you have one blessed radio host right here. And they live independently. And uh, they were raising in, in an era when they didn't have fluoride. They didn't have processed foods. Uh, and they worked hard. They worked outside. Uh, so, uh, you know, we really have to get back to back to our roots. Yeah, they didn't have chemtrails, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, Jerry, because Dr. Pescucci was going to be, well, is not on today, he will be here April 5th for uh, discussing macular generation. I thought we would talk about uh, seven factors uh, that you could say could make or break your health. They have to do with toxins, with the more than 80,000 chemicals that are put into the American household products, food packages each year. I mean, that plus, and we're not, and we're not even going to talk today about glyphosate, the Roundup that Monsanto is using right. on everything. And they're even using it to make, uh, the after the products are picked, they're spraying on, it, on the products to make them look fresh. So, we're not, you know, that that that's that's a that's a five-hour show in itself. Just talking about that product. Well, you know, but it's tip interesting. Is- you know, real quickly, the Environmental Working Group spent a half a million dollars studying the blood of ten newborn babies, and across the board, they found on average two hundred and eighty-seven chemicals in the baby's blood at birth. This is before they <laughs> even have a chance to get out there into the world. And, and where and, do they come from? Uh, from the environment. And from, from the out mother, of the 200, yeah. Yeah, from the mother. But out of the 287 chemicals, 212 were banned 30 years or longer. So these wow. poisons are still in the environment, even though they've been stopped using these poisons. Wow, and it is incredible. And we did talk on one of our first shows about these chemical toxins and uh Gosh, can you imagine after you've been on this earth 40, 50, or 60 years, how much have accumulated in our bodies? 
It's, well, that's it's why I say really it takes incredible. 70, yeah, it takes 76 years to kill the human body. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're doing a good job of it. Yep. <laughs> you know, the typical American home uh, contains three to ten gallons of toxic materials in the form of household cleaning products alone. And an interesting statistic, in Europe, more than 1,500 of these chemicals we're talking about are banned from use in lotion, soaps, toothpaste, cosmetics, and other personal care products. In the year in the U.S., we have a mere 11 that have been banned, not the 1,300 like Europe, just 11. And you add to this toxic, uh, this, this, uh, uh, these, these chemicals, the flame retardants. Again, that could be a whole new program of two- or three-hour program itself on flame retardants. And they're found in furniture, baby products, electronics. And it's easy to see why some experts are warning us that uh, many are likely to be exposed to dangerous levels of these chemicals. So many of these chemicals end up in household dust, and young children in particular may ingest about 50 milligrams of household dust a day, making house dust an important source of toxic exposure that can play a role in the development of both obesity and other serious health problems. So we can talk about the chemicals, but they're in the dust in our houses, and our children inhale them. And well, yeah, but the vapors from the paints. Uh, yeah. I had a, a patient uh, that was in from Oregon, um, and I got an emergency call from her father. She wanted to commit suicide. They were staying at a local ho- hotel in King of Prussia, and they normally stay in you know one of these environmental uh, safe floors. Anyway, uh, the father called me up and said, "Hillary's like, she's like whacked out. She's like depressed. She's suicidal." and and I said, well, what happened? She says, well, they put us on the floor, and they didn't tell us that they painted the hallway. So I said, Tom, you're going to think I'm nuts, but get two glass jars, put distilled water in it, expose it to the hallway for 15 minutes. And I said, I'll meet you at the office. This was on a Saturday. So I meet him at the office. I took the water, and I made a homeopathic remedy, an antidote from the water, which absorbed the vapors from the paint. And when he got back to the uh, hotel, in one hour after taking the homeopathic antidote from the vapors of the paint, everything cleared up, her depression, her suicidal tendencies, everything, boom. Wow. Yeah, I mean, environmental toxins uh, are just incredible and how they affect uh, our lives. I I remember when I was in practice just telling people that just the rugs alone have over – 20, I think it was like 250, 275 different organic volatile chemicals released just from the rug. So you, you put a new rug in your house and you, you have an odor, but that odor could be damaging to your your, your body and your immune system. So yeah. we just have to be uh, we have to be aware of of these things. Somebody we have to be aware of it and let 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 them air out outside or in a in a in a in a, in a uh, warehouse, but not in your house. Well, more importantly. You know, be careful on the materials that you select. Like olefin is one of the the chief uh, synthetic fibers that the gas for years. And the, most of the rugs, you know, that that new new building odor that you smell, it's like olefin. Yeah. It's poison. Well, let, let's let's talk. I let's talk. There's seven areas uh, that I want that we maybe we can talk about. Processed foods, the indoor air pollutants, which we we sort of touched touched on a, a little bit right now. Flame retardants, personal care products, uh, inappropriate lighting conditions, and well, 
just talk a little bit about that. In the inappropriate inappropriate temperature and excessive EMF exposure, because we don't talk enough about uh, EMF, and uh, we'll have a little audio tape about that in a minute from a physician about our, our exposures and how some people are really affected by it, like like the like people are, are chemically sensitive. We all have some sensitivities, but we all react differently because we're all individuals. So uh, processed foods, this is an easy one, ladies and gentlemen. You know, they're loaded with empty calories because of their high sugar content. Uh, they have a lot of synthetic food additives, preservatives, colors, flavor enhancers, many of which have never been tested for long-term safety. So there's one of your toxic uh, exposures right there, processed foods. And how many times have we talked about that over the, over the, even over the last month? So the well, you know, it's food- interesting. Yeah, real quickly, um, when you have uh, sodium benzoate, which is FDA-approved, right, safe preservative, sodium benzoate, yep. and if you have ascorbic acid, both chemicals, if they're in the same product, they literally react and release benzene, which is a known carcinogen. There was a big lawsuit out in, in San Francisco a number of years ago, and the people prevailed, and, and they were forced to take it out of the soft drinks. But sodium benzoate, which is supposedly safe, FDA approved, and ascorbic yep. acid will cause a release of benzene. And that that that's the next point I was going to make. So you're you're, you're right. You're ahead of the curve. And that is, if even if the individual chemicals are approved, the research is in at the at a at the Danish National Food Institute found that even non-carcinogenic chemicals may act synergistically and cause cancer when they're combined with each other. That's a, that's a significant concern, considering the fact that there are ten thousand additives which are allowed in food and food packaging and you know that includes the bisphenol the bpa bisphenol a the bisphenol s which is just as toxic and that that those plastic preservatives can they can get into your food they can migrate right into your food and uh, the paraben the propyl paraben uses a food preservative is just one of a long list of hazardous food additives permitted in the United States and that's an endocrine disrupting chemical that's found in about 50 brand name foods including tortillas muffins cakes and food dyes so processed foods ladies and gentlemen and, and Dr. Smith had uh, rec- uh, mentioned the environmental working group well, their 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 uh, website is ewg.org and I sent you there lots of time looking for safe uh, cosmetics and so forth. So, uh, you know, that might be a place you might want to check if what you're putting on or eating is safe for you. The European Union, by the way, took uh, propyl paraben. uh, They removed it from its list of safe food additives in 2006 because of its health hazard and estrogenic activity. That means it can cause breast cancer because it gives women more estrogen than than they need. So how do you avoid these chemicals? Ditch processed and prepackaged foods, including baked goods, condiments, sweet beverage, and eat real food, ideally organic or locally grown. Okay, and you know, it's pretty hard to avoid all harmful pesticides, but that, that should be added to the list. So we have processed foods, and we want to eat real whole foods. And how about indoor pollutants, ladies and gentlemen? What do you know about that? 
According to the EPA, indoor air contains two to five times more contaminants than outdoor air, and on occasion, as much as 100 times. And I couldn't go through a list of uh, indoor pollutants. It would take too long. But a 2009 study identified 586 chemicals in the air of 52 ordinary homes near, in Arizona. This includes pesticides, DDT, high levels of phthalates, 120 chemicals they couldn't even identify. Just about anything in your home can contribute to poor air quality. So as a general rule, ladies and gentlemen, if a product is scented, it carries a health risk, unless the scent comes from pure essential oil. So this is something I want you to know about, processed foods, indoor air pollution. So a caveat would be if you live in an area of high pollution, such as next to a main road, in those cases you may need to consider using an air purifier inside your house. And don't forget about house plants. They are a natural uh, purifier. NASA has shown that house plants can remove 87% of air toxins in 24 hours. Now, if, you have, if you're in a real polluted area, NASA would recommend 15 to 18 good-sized house plants and 6 to 8-inch diameter containers for an 1,800-square-foot house. So we've talked about processed foods. We have talked about indoor air pollution. And, and also in indoor air pollution, we need to talk about uh, things that we use to clean our house, the bathroom deodorizing, toilet scrub, kitchen all-purpose countertop cleaners, our laundry detergents. Uh, you, you can go online and find out how to how to natural products so you avoid the uh, commercial ones. A, a brief note about flame retardants, couches, uh, couch cushions, carpeting, mattresses, children's items, and electronics are common sources of the toxic flame retardant chemicals, many of which have been linked to health, not only health risks, including infertility, birth defects, neuro, neurological problems, but also reduced IQ and behavior problems in children and hormone dysfunctions and uh, cancer, I'm sorry to say. In fact, claim retarding chemicals have been identified as one of 17 high-priority chemicals that should be avoided to reduce breast cancer. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, a year ago I told you that even firefighters don't like to uh, come in contact with the, these type of products as they burn. And they do burn. There's also research that suggests pets are adversely impacted. So if you have a pet and uh, they they can be affected as much as we can. For example, hyperthyroidism in cats has been linked to polybrominated diphenyl esters. These chemicals are also poisoning both pets and wildlife. So, you know, the, the PBDEs are the flame retardants, ladies and gentlemen, just fancy words. Your mattress and bedding may be soaked in toxic flame retardants but you will not find the chemicals listed in any of the labels. So wool and silk are excellent alternatives as they both are naturally frame retarded. If you have trouble finding them locally, uh, you know, you're going to have to do some research. And remember, Dr. Ron uh, recommends a product, uh, a mattress product that uh, called IntelliBed that's made all naturally, has no chemical, has no off-gassing. You'll never smell anything. So if you want to uh, 
to to look at that or get information, call Dr. Ron at 239-331-5886. It's a called Intellibed. I'll just throw that little little uh, plug in for the boy. All right, number four, personal hair uh, care products. Well, uh, you know, that's like everything. Even last week, Dr. Smith brought up about toothpaste. Uh, almost 13,000 chemicals are used in cosmetics, and only 10% of them have been evaluated for safety. Can you believe this, ladies and gentlemen? And remember Dr. Kalish telling us that a woman uses um, two to three pounds of toothpaste on her lips in a, in a lifetime? And if they have lead in them and they come from, from China, you know what that does to your body? Uh, if you've been listening to the news, you know what's happening to those children in Michigan. Some cream shampoos, aftershaves, lotions, toothpastes, and they're made by you know Procter & Gamble. They may contain potentially harmful, harmful substances. The French Consumer Protection Group, UFC, published a list of 185 products it said contained substances that were legal but could cause allergies, irritations, and endocrine disorders. The study pointed out, for example, to eight brands of baby wipes, including L'Oreal, Baby Cadmium, uh, Proctol and Gamble's, Gamble's Pampers, uh, again, uh, you just have to be aware that there could be a potential problem. And uh, and if it's possible, you have to avoid all this stuff because it's not doing us any good. Uh, it's not helping our immune systems. It's not helping us with the inflammation. Uh, a weakened immune system and chronic inflammation is probably at the basis of most of our diseases that are really killing us. And number five, inappropriate lighting. You know, besides That's a big one, Ron. Yeah, yeah that, that's a big one. Those compact fluorescents, they have mercury vapor, and, and you're getting the frequency of mercury from these lamps, which is poisonous. Yeah, and even, how, even and if what, they don't break. Yeah. I was saying, what happens if they break? No, but that's yeah. even worse. Just using them in the house, you're getting a frequency of mercury uh, exposure to your body. Uh, you're right, and 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 the other thing is, besides the actual chemicals from these 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 lamps, you know, most of us don't uh, allow too much light in our bedrooms. Uh, so we're that, that can make sleep elusive, as as light exposure prevents the release of what, ladies and gentlemen, melatonin. Tonin, What's melatonin right. do? Right, it's a hormone that helps regulate your waking and sleeping cycles. And once your sleep cycle is disrupted, most other health problems tend to be aggravated. So we allow too much light in our room. The the, the, the lamps that we have can be toxic, just like Dr. Smith has, has said, for the mercury uh, coming out of these, these lamps. So too little melatonin means we don't properly get into the sleep mode, uh, which can also think of as a slimming mode because – at night, in the dark night, you can lose some pounds. So get those uh, darkened curtains to induce a boost to your weight loss goals. Because poor sleep is associated with overeating. Did you have has has your has your family doctor told you that? Has have you ever heard about that in the papers? No. But poor sleep is associated with overeating due to the effect it has on the hunger hormones leptin and ghrelin. And the situation can be further aggravated by lack of bright light exposure 
first thing in the morning. So this is a really important uh, topic for uh, to affect our lives. And I can tell you that a study in Pediatric Obesity Journal found that kids who bask in nighttime glow of a TV or computer tend to have poorer, life, poorer lifestyle habits and are less likely to get enough rest. These researchers found that students with access to one electronic device were 1.47 times as likely to be overweight as kids with no devices in the bedroom. That increased to 2.57 time for, time for kids with three devices. So, uh, you know, we have to advise our children to leave those iPads in the living room. Do not take them into the bedroom. So, Dr. Smith, I'm sure you had lots of experience with this. Uh, people call coming in fatigued, tired, and they're just not sleeping because they have a television, a, an iPad, a, a cell phone. Yeah, well, there's blue, the, blue light. It actually suppresses the melatonin, as you said. Uh, and the other unfortunate thing is if you're sitting in your bedroom and your laptop is on your lap, you're getting the radiation directly into your body from the from the laptop. Yeah, right, right, yeah. And right to your genital areas if you're a young man or uh, you know, your ovaries or a woman. So you gotta be right. careful where you put put these devices. Yep. Let's talk about one more thing before we go to EMF and that's inappropriate temperature. Uh Time magazine had a study uh, that they quoted from the Journal of Diabetes was suggested that simply blasting the air conditioner or turning down the heat in winter may help us attack belly fat while asleep. This has to do with the so-called brown fat, which helps keep your body warm by burning stored fat. Brown fat now, not the white fat that, they, that protects our organs. Brown fat also plays a role in regulating blood sugar. According to the article, Quote, participants spent a few weeks sleeping in bedrooms with various varying temperatures, a neutral 75 degrees, a cool 66 degrees, and a balmy 81 degrees. After four weeks of sleeping at 66 degrees, the subjects had almost doubled their volumes of brown fat. And yes, that means they were able to lose belly fat. So they say recommend keeping the uh, temperature in your bedroom below 70 degrees Fahrenheit to optimize your sleep and your weight. So just to put it out there, you may not be able to tolerate that at first, but do not keep your bedroom too hot, ladies and gentlemen. And lastly but not leastly, I mean, Dr. Smith, when he first uh, became a favorite uh, guest on, on uh, Rejuvenation Health Radio, uh, we talked about EMF, electromagnetic fields. I mean, it's a subject that we talked about even with these new smart meters in our homes. But that's that's not, although it's less, it's not the least of the factors that can hamper your health or lifestyle efforts. Uh, this EMF, dirty electricity, your body, ladies and gentlemen, is a complex communication device where cells, tissues, and organs talk to each other, uh, each of these on uh, like radio stations. Uh, finely tuned. That's what our bodies are doing. What happens when you expose a radio antenna to a significant amount of external noise? You get static, right? And that's what's happening in your body in today's electrosmog environment. It's not only cell phones that pose a problem. All forms of dirty electricity has the potential to harm human health. There's a book out by Dr. Sam Milham called Dirty Electricity, Electric 
uh, electrification and the disease of civilization. He's an epidemiologist, and he points out that the major disease is plaguing modern man. He says heart disease, cancer, diabetes may be triggered by dirty electricity. Just think about that. Just think about that concept of these that are these, these electric fields that are all around us. So these EMFs can disrupt sleep, and if you have nothing else uh, to do, uh, as we talked about on other shows, you know, empty your bedroom of any and all electronic devices, especially cell phones and portable phone bases, like Dr. Smith brought to our attention. I, I think he did it again last week. The portable phones that we think are so safe. In the 900 them, megahertz, they're, they're worse. Yeah. Get them out of your bedroom, right? The thing, too, that people don't realize, uh, my mentor, Dietrich Klinghart, they have uh, evidence that if a pregnant woman is sleeping in the bedroom and she's exposed to the EMFs, especially Wi-Fi, she has a much greater chance of having an autistic child because it literally scrambles the the uh, neurons in the developing brain of the fetus. Wow. See, ladies and gentlemen, you, you you have to pay attention. You have to pay attention. You're not going to get this this advice at any place unless you really uh, subscribe to a lot of journals and do a lot of reading on your own. It's not out there. I don't I don't know anybody but Dr. Smith and myself and a few other people talking about it. Because he, and the other the, scary uh, yeah, Ron. The other scary thing is I know uh, Dietrich Klinghart had shared with me because I spoke to, at one of his seminars out in the uh, Seattle, Washington area. Uh, last summer, but he said that he he can resolve like cancer and Alzheimer's and all these exotic diseases. And as soon as they get a, an additional tower uh, in the neighborhood for you know cell towers or EMFs or Wi-Fi, their disease processes come back because it just you know helps to suppress the immune system. Wow, yeah, I mean it's just hard to imagine, right? All these. <laughs> Fun gadgets, uh, uh, they're really causing cellular mutations and cancer. I mean, they seem like Mm -hmm. fun, but you have to respect them. Uh, Jerry, let's just take a a moment and listen to a a, a well-respected MD-PhD talk about EMF pollution. Then we'll come back and uh, talk a little bit about this with Dr. Jerry Smith uh, and Dr. Ron. It's a real pleasure to be able to talk with Dr. Kerry Crofton. May I call you Carrie? Yes, please. Lance. Thank you. Dr. Crofton um, has, is spending most of her life right now trying to help people understand the problems that we have with electrical, electrical magnetic frequencies in all areas uh, of our universe, of our lives. She's written a wonderful book called Wireless Radiation Rescue. I wonder if you would be kind enough to explain to people what electromagnetic frequencies are where they exist, and some of the just the basic things that they um, can do to the human system. And then we'll go into some detail. Okay. Well, I welcome this opportunity because as a, a parent um, and an electronics consumer, I had filled my house and office with all the conveniences. And as soon as they brought out a new, more powerful technology, I, of course, needed to have that. Um, I say that at the beginning because I don't want any um, consumers, parents, grandparents, uh, whoever, uh, to feel guilty that we have, in fact, filled our homes, our schools, our cities, 
with these devices that emit this, particularly this wireless radiation. Um, we are, as you know, electrical beings ourselves. And we have a wonderful integrity and balance and harmony. And we have uh, existed in this uh, electromagnetic field of Earth and in this cosmos quite happily for uh, who knows how many years, but a long time. It's very different, however, with these new artificial frequencies from wireless radiation, radio frequency, microwave. These we have not adapted to, and there is significant health concern. And basically, that even comes down to the fact that every cell phone has a couple of problems for you. One is it's broadcasting into your head, if you have it up to your head. But secondarily, for that signal to get to you, what you're telling us is that signal has to come through the walls of your house and may have to come right through your body because of the guy in the next room that wants to make a phone call. Exactly. It's insidious. Well, you know, I had never, I didn't use a cell phone a lot because I sort of felt instinctively, this is something that I hold it up against my head, it's going to, you know, the nearest antenna, which may be two or three miles away. And uh, I thought, you know, that's a pretty powerful blast to be, do I really want that through my head? This is before I knew anything about leakages of blood-brain barrier, damage to DNA, suppression of the immune system, and many um, symptoms. One of the things that um, I want to do, Lyle, is that people are able to connect the dots. Um, even here in this hotel at this conference, people said, oh, I wasn't sleeping very well last night, uh, new bed or whatever. But I went around here with a radio frequency detector. Believe me, the levels are extremely high. So after Dr. Sinatra's talk today, I'm sure much more people are aware that uh, it's not just that it's a different bed, the cordless phones, the wireless networks. I mean, this is a pretty hot radiation environment. So once people can connect the dots with some of these sources, we're a long way to be able to remedy these and uh, know how to reduce the exposures. You can't see, feel, or taste all of this. How would you suggest that people that are skeptics spend 15 or $20 to do something that will absolutely knock their socks off? Good question. Um, let me clarify, you're absolutely right. This is a pollution called electropollution. We can't see it and we can't smell it, but some people really can feel it. Some people feel it quite quickly in their heart because these electromagnetic frequencies, these uh, microwaves in the um, radio frequencies, in the microwave range, affect the heart directly, the rate and rhythm. Um, some people uh, may become dizzy, they may have ringing in the ears, headaches, many things. But you're right, generally this is the sort of invisible, no, invisible threat, but this is an invisible challenge, let's say. In terms of meters, it's a little bit complicated. People, and as I set out in the book, uh, not attempting to make anyone a technical expert, but we need to understand the basic two different kinds of exposures or electromagnetic frequencies that from wired devices and also from wireless. So from wired devices, you need a small Gauss meter, and for the wireless devices, you need a radio frequency meter. Oh, you do? 
Yeah. Well, I learned something. <laughs> so the Gauss meter that's making all the noise isn't the only thing that we need to have. No. The Gauss meter is great for all plugged-in appliances and for the wiring in your walls, um, you know, electric stove, um, uh, electric hybrid cars, unfortunately, those batteries uh, need to be shielded. And, uh, but for all the radio frequency, so that's wireless, cordless phones, wireless routers, compact fluorescent lights, um, cell tower antennas, these you need a radio frequency meter. And not only that, you need to make sure it's in the right range because, for example, the cordless phones, when I got involved in this, the cordless phones was the biggest surprise for me. I mean, I kind of got it about cell phones, but cordless phones? We've had these forever. However, what we didn't have forever was the digital. So one of the technical experts who've contributed to the book, and I'm not one of them, um, have explained is it's the jagged, pulsed, uh, raw, digital wave that is uh, disharmonious, aggressive, bombarding. Now, I'm way too old to know what's cool in music now, but it's kind of like the heavy metal. It's very jarring, these frequencies. And the cordless phone emits very high levels. So you need a meter that can go up to that range, or else you might get a false low reading. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you learned something from that. Uh, it's something that, you know, I, I, I have to uh, be a little bit humble, which means I have to brag a little bit. Dr. Smith has told you about, right? Cell phones. Not only cell phones, the house phones, the wireless phones. And, uh, and also, what I learned... Yeah, I learned on, that you need two kinds of meters, but go ahead, Jer. Yeah, if you get on YouTube and you'll listen to Barry Trower, B-A-R-R-I-E-T-R-O-W-E-R. He's a retired physicist from the U.K. He has, a, a, I think, 11 series of interviews on YouTube, and he, he blows the whistle. He's also working as a weapons expert for MI5, and he blew the whistle on these Wi-Fi. It's, it's sterilizing the little kids in the elementary school. It's causing all kinds of medical ailments. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, when people say, oh, I'm always tired, I feel tired, fatigued, it must be the change spring, it's fall, they always have an exclusion, I have chronic fatigue syndrome. But, you know, it's some of the things we discussed here today. We, you know, we discussed the, the seven different things that could be affecting your health, and one of the things is electromagnetic uh, hypersensitivity, call it, because not everyone is affected to the same degree, but, you know, this is something that you should check out. Uh, I'll mention some things, and Dr. Smith can go on. I mean, you know, if you have a smart meter and it's at the head of your bed, it's on that side of the wall, you may want to have that switched out and get a regular meter. You may want to turn off all the electricity in your bedroom, you know, and don't watch a television or have a cell phone and don't have a, a portable phone in your bedroom. I mean, just simple things you can do before you, you know, you you uh, get more uh, esoteric. But Dr. Smith probably has some more practical advice for you. Well, the key, I know in my own house, I went hardwired for my computers. And, you know, I could turn on the Wi-Fi if I have to. But I run, you know, I had a hardwired run to all the computers. It's a whole lot safer. And it's interesting. <clears throat> you could sense the difference in the energy uh, when when that Wi-Fi is not blasting. The other spooky thing is uh, when I turn on my phone, if I check Wi-Fi, I usually pick up like my neighbor's Wi-Fi, and they're like about 250 feet away. 
No, that's a, and that's something that yeah, you would have to actually have a shield to, to protect that. And while we're thinking of talking about that, there is a website I recommend it to you, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, antennasearch.com. Antennasearch.com. You put in your uh, your uh, city or your zip code, and it'll tell you uh, how many antenna are are putting out electromagnetic uh, waves in your area. Um, I live in the Southwest Florida area. There's over 225. That includes water companies and every, you know how they get their, uh, their their readings for the water and so forth. I mean, it, they'll, they'll give you a list of, of what is in your area. So these could all be affecting your health. Uh, uh, so uh, you know, what what do you do? Well, just be knowledgeable about it. Do the best you can. Uh, turn off your Wi-Fi at night. You know, turn the, don't don't have the uh, electronic gadgets in your bed or around your bed at night. And uh, and then we got to talk a little bit about. It wouldn't be right to leave this subject without talking about some detox. Uh, Dr. Smith has me on a program. I uh, like a program that was started with uh, by Dr. Axe. Uh, it's not 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 too bad either. I think uh, you could get to like it. It's some common ingredients. It consists of a glass of water, about ten ounces. It includes a tablespoon of Bragg B R A G G apple cider vinegar, a teaspoon of lemon juice, a quarter teaspoon of cinnamon a dash of cayenne pepper, and a tablespoon of raw local honey. If you have natural stevia, you could do that, but the raw local honey is excellent. And a quarter teaspoon of ground ginger. Just mix it up and drink it before you know before a meal, two or three times a day. The apple cider vinegar has acetic acid, and that's been quite beneficial to help you, know, you grow good bacteria. You know, you hear a lot about probiotics now. So that helps you to grow some good bacteria in your gut. Uh, it does support uh, probiotic support detoxification of your colon, as does this acid, and it helps increase nutrient absorption. The apple cider vinegar has been shown to be beneficial from everything from lowering cholesterol and blood pressure to boosting your metabolism. And who of us doesn't need a little of that? So that's the brags now. That's generally available uh for pretty pretty uh, 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 readily. And how about lemon juice? Lemons are hard, high in vitamin C and quercetin. Quercetin is the number one phytonutrient you can take to get allergy relief. So lemon juice is very high in vitamin C and antioxidants. So that's the reason for that. The cinnamon. Cinnamon is a great balancing for, for balancing what? Blood glucose levels. So especially if you've got, let's say, diabetes or maybe just in general, you want to keep your energy levels up, you want to add a, a pinch of cinnamon. And a tiny pinch of cayenne. Well, go ahead. Yeah, the, the cinnamon is also anti-inflammatory. So people have arthritic, uh, painful, swollen joints. The cinnamon will help with that. It also helps reduce the stickiness of the red blood cells. Wow. So All right. So this, so this, this, this uh, detox drink is pretty good. So how about the cayenne pepper? Well, that increases the circulation. It's, it's wonderful. And there's also a component in cayenne that's anti-cancerous, too. Wow. And, you know, it also, according to the research I did for the show, it supports lymphatic drainage. And, yeah, you're right. It has been used to fight cancer, uh, the capsation part of it. Right. Uh, right? That's it, good for thermogenesis. And, again, 
The thermogenesis, ladies and gentlemen, helps your body in burning some fat. Isn't that great? All right. Don't go overboard with that, though. Now, the, <laughs> the local honey, uh, that's something I, I go here locally to our farmer's market for the, uh, the that's grown right here in southwest Florida. The bees are exposed to different types of uh, flowers, so you can get lots of different types of honey. I like the raw honey. Uh, it contains pollen and bee pollen, especially if it's from your local area. It can actually build your immune system. So uh, if you want to build your immune system, raw local honey at the from a farmer's market will just do that. The pollen from that honey is just fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. And the ground ginger. Well, you, you can put whatever you want in, in your detox drinks, but this is a favorite thing to add. Uh, ginger is anti-inflammatory also. In fact, uh, my research says that ginger is one of the most anti-inflammatory herbs on the planet. It's great for your gut, great for your joints, especially uh, good in detoxification. Uh, Adding in a similar amount that you would add in, say, of the cinnamon, about an eighth of a teaspoon. So both cinnamon and ginger together. It uh, makes a great flavor, uh, and I'm sure uh, you'll just love this drink, and it's great for you, and you will we'll detoxify very easily. You'll, you'll keep wanting to come back and get it. So maybe three times a day, uh, do it for a month, see how you feel uh, before and meals. The ginger is also a, a great uh, diuretic. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, that didn't show up. Okay, well, I, mean, I, I know definitely we, uh, it recommended by a lot of people as anti-inflammatory and anti and therefore helping your arthritis so it is also uh, a diuretic and uh, as the weather gets warmer we could uh, that won't that won't hurt you at all well, all the right bee, well know, the, the bee uh, the natural honey has all the b vitamins in there and it's the one complete food and most people don't get enough b vitamins uh, in the diet for your nervous system for digestion uh, it just and for energy production and the Krebs cycle. Hmm. Well, there's a, there's a name from the past, the Krebs cycle. Yeah. So what do you think about liver detox, Jerry? Do you, you have any, any thoughts about it? Well, from my perspective, um, glutathione is, is extremely important for detox because the liver needs glutathione to process the, the chemicals that it's pulling out of the blood. Now, avocado uh, is a great food to supply glutathione, so you want to make sure that you're getting glutathione into your diet uh, through the avocado, or you can take it supplemental-wise. The other thing is uh, superoxide dismutase. The liver has the highest concentration of any organ in the, in the human body, and that's, again, very important to be able to handle the breakdown products of the chemicals that it's pulling out of the blood because it takes that poisons and it puts it into the bile, and then it goes out through the intestinal tract when you eat. Hmm. All right. There's two good advice, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to add my sense in here. And it's and turmeric supplements, because milk thistle is a really satisfying herb, especially to help in the elimination of heavy metals. Uh, really a, a easy to add, and turmeric reduces reduces joint pain. Believe it or not, we found out that turmeric is an effective antidepressant and aids digestion and helps restore blood sugar balance and supports your liver. So that's the second one, and the third one I recommend. 
and his dandelion root. That, that, that you know, when you have a lawn, you don't want to see that uh, dandelion pop up every spring. But this flower has vitamins and minerals. And dandelion root has natural diuretic prep. You know, it's it's like a water pill too, allowing your liver to more quickly eliminate toxins. So uh, let's yeah, add other, that to. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, the other thing you can do is instead of using iceberg lettuce. You take dandelion greens, you chop them up, and you put them into your salad for your greens. And it's really healthy for you. Yeah, so yeah, it's not it's not a, it's not as bad. It's actually better for you internally, and it's it, it, it's not but it looks horrible. I remember that lawn up in the Northeast when I lived up there. And I would uh, just a, a word of caution: a lot of people are juicing these days, and unless you're first of all, I wouldn't recommend uh, juicing. Uh, fruits because there that's a lot of sugar you're getting. You're not getting the fiber and uh, the skins of the fruits have lots of pesticides. But I, I could recommend raw vegetable juice. Uh, but again, it has to be washed properly. It should be organic. And uh, if you can do some vegetable juicing, uh, SOD, some glutathione, Turmeric, dandelions, and milk thistle. Do that for 30 days. Uh, I think you'll find your health and your complexion, your energy level will increase, your weight drop. Detoxification like from Rejuvenation Health Radio with the help of Dr. Jerry Smith from from the Pennsylvania area. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I can't believe Jerry. Believe this hour is only it's just about gone. It, it, yeah, it's fun, and uh, hopefully your listeners will pick up one or two little pearls and and run with it because um, you know the, the way the Obamacare system is running, uh, you're going to get beat up when you go to the hospital. That's for sure. And and you know the the advice you're getting from Doctor Smith, you know he's not making it up. I'm not making it up. Uh, I uh, have over 50 years of medical experience before I retired. Uh, Dr. Smith is over 50 years. He's still working. He's still out there in the field and still learning. We're all learning. trying to get you the information. And we're still on the reason. Like the panel says, this is program We're not taking any money here. But we're trying to get you good information that you can use. We're back up with some science. So uh, I really appreciate Dr. Smith coming in. He's uh, just a regular. He's been just fantastic. Uh, and I'm sure you're getting a lot of information from him. Uh, Dr. Smith, why don't you uh, plug your website again, too, please? It's a great website where you can hear. Uh, uh, he has audio pr- programs there. He, uh, he has the products that he's developed. So why don't you tell our listeners about that? Yeah, you know, it's basically <clears throat> ICNR.com. We have a lot of free articles on nutrition, and um, it's very enlightening. In fact, uh, we had an unsolicited email from a woman uh, from the U.K. who said, you know, thank you so much for, you know, making this information available about root canals, for example. She had 15 years of chronic fatigue, and, you know, she had an innate feeling that the root canal was one of her problems, and it gave her the courage to have the tooth taken out, even though she had no pain or swelling. And she wrote back and she said in 48 hours she got her life back. Wow. I'm going to just read a little bit of this, a little taste of what we have. Dr. Smith is uh, 
knows about uh, some of these vitamin news uh, journals that were uh, produced. Listen to this. Many more people are dropping different diseases than they've ever before. We're talking 